0: Come everybody, to the Strength and Skills Podcast. This is your most favorite host, Nick Tugusek, and with me is Rado, the boss, bossage.
1: Hello, everyone.
0: <laughs> Rado is just, just crossing around, right now he's sitting in Croatia, visiting family. I'm sitting right here in Vienna, not visiting my family. <laughs> And today we would like to talk about how superior hybrid training is. As we are big fans, and today we want to convince you to stop having a linked mindset or thinking about training and jump into the hybrid style. Mm. So this one is about making the whole calisthenics community using weights, and for everyone who just uses weights to jump into bodyweight training too. Mm. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. That's the thing today. All right. Um, Now, in the end, I think, first of all, we have to, to talk about what, in the end, what is this hybrid? As everybody always says, yeah, that's a complete athlete. What is actually a complete athlete? Will we ever reach that goal of being a, a complete athlete? In the end, to me, I would say when you look at the crossfitters, they are very close to that. But I actually, I hate how non-patient these guys are and how less time they give themselves for reaching certain things and most of the things are very I have to say that way shitty performed mm. so I'm not a fan of, of, of kipping I'm, I'm not yeah so to me training is for being strong um, I do understand they have to do it for the competitions but um, the, 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 the foundation of that sport what it is right now the thinking of being good at everything. I like that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The basic premise behind CrossFit is good. It's just that the way it has developed isn't quite quote unquote optimal, exactly for the reasons you stated. But the intentions behind it are. But
0: on the other hand, of course, this is because it 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 is a competition sport. Mm-hmm. And for that you have to make these exceptions that you do the kipping stuff and all that stuff because they don't talk about we, we're going to do a strict pull-ups, 20 reps. They say butterfly pull-ups. And on the other hand, if they say so,
1: that's okay to me. Yeah, I mean, especially for like advanced athletes, for beginners, like kipping, don't, don't, you know, your body's in there.
0: It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. For most people, it doesn't make sense. For the competition athletes, it makes Mm -hmm. sense. That's the point. For everybody else, stay straight. (laughs) That's it. Get strong. Get strong as (laughs) fuck. But um, the the thing with the CrossFit is they are doing very much high rep stuff. Mm -hmm. Going for also for for a lot of cardio and all that stuff. They're doing swims. Um, and all that stuff and from, from my opinion I actually I'm not the best swimmer in the world I was a pretty okayish runner back in the days you know um especially in my teenage years I was a was good on uh, we had these thousand meter runs in school and um I, I was okayish <laughs> yeah. yeah. And um for me, when when I look at training right now, I was the guy who always hated cardio. And I was always, ah, nobody needs cardio. We don't we don't run away from our enemies. We either die or we crush them. <laughs> but on the other hand, so, so looking at it from a, just from a, from a healthy view, it absolutely makes sense to go with that Arab system some, from time to time.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. It helps you recovering better, having just just a overall fitness that is a little bit better than when you just do maximum strength and all that stuff. Um, so in the end, I'm outing myself right here. It's okay to do cardio if you do it smart. If it's all you do, I'm not a fan because then you're most most of these people are pretty weak and that's something I don't like because being strong is the most important thing
1: to me <laughs> I think that it's also important to say that there is too much fine cardio and weights. there's a point if you do too much cardio that it's going to affect negatively your weight training so you have to properly dose her. Absolutely,
0: absolutely. Mm. But it's always like that. When you have different things that you that you want to want to hunt. If you want to hunt down ten rabbits, you're probably not getting one.
1: Mm.
0: If you hunt one, you're gonna get it. Or mm. you can can get the second one, and then you eat all, all, all of them, all the ten rabbits. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're a smart hunter on that on that point, um, but. Um where I want to go with that is it's not only about cardio and being strong. It's for most of, of the people it is, um, especially in the calisthenics community, we have a lot of people who say, yeah, when you when you can squat a lot and still doing some planches, you're a complete athlete.
1: Yeah, I mean, but that's it's really I don't I honestly don't really like that wording, like complete athlete, because complete for you is something completely different for another person, you know, and everybody has their definitions. So it's really tough to define, really define what is a complete athlete. But and that's exactly why I like this hybrid wording a bit more. Because it just means you combine different disciplines. That's the thing. You you
0: perfectly matched up what I was was trying to say in the end. The hybrid athlete is whatever you make out of it. Yeah. When, you, when you combine different things. And that's, that's I think, the most important part right here. It can be the guy who has a strong squat and also um, can do all the statics. It can be the guy who does some, some heavy shit and still does long or fast runs. It can be um, the guy who's who's moving massive weights and is still amazingly flexible. As an example, you, you are one of the guys who, who can actually do a proper split and still you just did like deadlifts, 224, eight reps. And from there... Um, most people wouldn't think you would be able to do that stuff when you move heavy weights that you are able to be flexible, but it, it is possible to combine this stuff. And um, mm-hmm. for me, it, I, I, the, the hybrid one is combining things into from, from two different worlds into one world and making things possible that everybody thought it's not possible. And yes. sure. You can do that stuff when you plan it well. That's it. So from from my, my point of view, it's also something... Being on this hybrid train, it also gives you a lot of flexibility in your training because you can go wherever you want to go. When you have a proper base, like being able to do normal things, and these normal things are moving certain weights, but also being able to do handstands, some, some basic statics and all that stuff, being able to at least go into a deep squat, <laughs> having a basic flexibility and all that stuff from there, you can evolve into everything and you but, can evolve there without losing the rest. And I think that's, that's something um, that is very important that when you start off with the hybrid way, you definitely earn a flexibility in your future training that is a lot better than what most people start with, because most people start with training with specializing immediately. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I just want to do bodybuilding. I just want to do calisthenics. I just want to do powerlifting. I just go into, to the flexibility direction. But in the beginning, it should be uh, just a wider and bigger base to me. That That's just my philosophy when it comes to that. And from there, that, that's what we actually do with barber coaching most of the time. We're building hybrid athletes. And from there, they can easily specialize into the weighted calisthenics thing and easily specialize into the powerlifting thing because their base is big and strong enough to just, just specialize into something. And we, I think we already had that when, when we were talking about the pyramid thing. Um, uh, just, I don't know, two or three episodes before. I don't know, go back, <laughs> listen to them all. <laughs> yeah. um, but for me, that's that's a, the biggest uh, thing right here um, to, to really really having the base to specialize into everything else. Because when you look at training, I'm, I'm, I'm looking for the next... Don't know. I'm I'm turning thirty next month. I'm planning to try and turn eighty, and that's a whole lot of time. And i think I'm not staying only in the weighted calisthenics thing. Uh, maybe maybe I'm I'm gonna do something different in about ten years or something. Right now, this is what I like to do, but maybe in don't know ten years I'm gonna do some Olympic weightlifting. I don't know for ten years or something. Let's
1: see. Yeah, I, don't know. I, w- I would love to see that. I would love to see that. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> <laughs> but
0: um, the, the, the thing with that is, um, from, from my pretty hybrid base, I'm, I'm able to jump into that. Mm. Yeah. And the, the, the very important part here is to really have the understanding that when you build up, a pretty wide base you have a pretty good overall strength so that you're maybe not completely specialized into just deadlifting but you can deadlift a proper weight you can still do a muscle up you can do an handstand um, and still doing your pull-ups and all that stuff you know and i'm i would say i'm okayish flexible and mobile it's okay it's not the best in the world but at least i can move <laughs> mm. um and it, that gives me the opportunity to jump into something like olympic weightlifting because my base is not too bad
1: yeah yeah absolutely um i at the start of my training i liked the idea of specialization but then as i was growing into the process i realized that you know it is possible to do more stuff at once. And I really liked it because you can talk to people from different disciplines and still be able to, you know, relate to them and share your own experiences. And you aren't restricted in a way, you know, you see like a calisthenics guy that does amazing stuff with his body weight, but in the weights realm, he's nothing. And then you have uh, the other way around. You have a bodybuilder that's massive that can move massive weights, but do five pull-ups. You know, I didn't want to be either of those. Extremes. i Wanted to be in the, in the middle, and that's kind of the way that I came into this hybrid stuff. Aren't restricted, and you know, you can you can talk to everyone about everything. You know when you have the experience with it.
0: Yeah, and it, it helps you a lot to to understand the field, this big field of of physical movement i would say i wouldn't even say training i would say physical movement uh-huh. to, to understand that big field better and to me i'm a student of that um i, I love i love to, to jump into that field to learn even more not not only about certain movement stuff yeah i'm, I'm not the edu potter guy you know uh, but i but i like to to jump into these fields to learn even more and also to, to learn more with the people that I work with. Whenever, when somebody else comes in there, I have some athletes who say, okay, um, I, I don't I don't I don't see any any uh streetlifting competitions this year, but maybe there's a powerlifting um, competition. Nick, let's let's go for that. And I said, Yes, let's learn that. Let's jump yeah. through into that, that journey and learn that. And, and I love that because they're going to evolve as an athlete. I'm going to evolve as a coach during that time because everybody is individual. I'm, I'm just learning at, at that point. And um, to me, the hybrid way is the, the most important thing to me mm-hmm. on my journey as evolving as, a, as an athlete and definitely as a coach. Because I, I dived into weighted calisthenics so deep. I dived into the cold calisthenics thing with the sets and reps and all that stuff. I dived into that very, very deep. And now, right now I'm, I'm pulling myself out of it and going a little bit more into, into building my bigger base as an athlete, as a coach, um, learning and doing more. That, that's why I always did this stuff. I was into kettlebells for years. I, I, went on stage as a bodybuilder just in 2018. Um, I, I went into a uh, competition of uh, weighted calisthenics. I, you know, this is always to, to learn more, but also because it, it's, it's fucking fun to me. <laughs> I just enjoy that. You know? And, <laughs> and I, I would absolutely tell everyone else do the same for the first 10 years of your training life. Be hybrid before you specialize, be jump into everything, learn everything, every little part of it, do a Turkish getup with half of your body weight, be able to do that. That's massive. You're gonna learn so much about yourself during that time. That's this is amazing. This is stuff nobody talks about, but actually, how many people do you know being able to move heavy weights, move their body weight, doing a heavy Turkish get up? I don't I don't know a lot of people doing being able to do that. And I have to say, I would like to have those people in my zombie apocalypse team. <laughs> 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 that's that's definitely a thing, but um, What I also uh, see is especially when when I look at at athletes like Senia, who uh, I'm I'm, I'm coaching her right now for I think for nearly five years or something like that Um, and she's one of the most complete athletes I've ever seen in my life and that was because we started hybrid straight from the beginning. I mean Mm -hmm. she has a pretty good base when when, when we started with that but right now looking at what she's capable of she's she's definitely someone who i want to have in my zombie apocalypse team because she's good at everything mm. she can even sprint you can make her run go for a run 10 kg uh, to t- 10, 10 kilometers kg <laughs> but um the, the the thing with that is when when she specialized into certain goals, she easily gets to the point. I mean, she did yeah. like 144 reps at a body weight of I don't know 57 or something like that kg. Um, that that's massive, you know. And at, you know at, at at being an athlete who's still able to do easily five ring muscle ups without warming up. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know anyone else that does that. Honestly. And that's actually the, the, the kind of people I would like to see more in the world. That's why we are doing this episode right now. Yeah.
1: And yeah.
0: I, I know that you are absolutely into this because you're so into this hybrid thing. Because you did Olympic weightlifting yourself um, in the beginning of your sports career, don't you?
1: Yeah, I did. I did. I, uh, the story with that is I predominantly did weighted calisthenics for my upper body but I was lacking weight for my lower body. And I joined this weightlifting club uh, just to do leg days there. And I didn't have to pay anything. I just had to go to competitions. Um, and <laughs> that's actually the way I fell in love with Olympic weightlifting. I really liked like the combination of Olympic weightlifting and uh, quote-unquote gymnastics. Uh, because when you look at Olympic athletes in those two rounds, like gymnasts and Olympic weightlifters, Those are badasses, you know, those are really, really strong athletes that still, if they do other things, uh, they are able to exceed in that. Absolutely. And um, I would
0: say right now you're doing a little bit less of the very technical stuff of that, Mm -hmm. but going into more into the direction of really raw strength.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And that's also okay, because the raw strength will help you once you want to go into something more technical, will help you a lot with that. And just because when you're strong, it just helps you with everything. That's a very easy one. (laughs) Just being strong is always the better solution. That's it.
1: Yeah, you can't go wrong with that.
0: Yeah, you just can't. There's there's no too strong. Never. I'm sorry. You're not allowed here. You're too strong. What? <laughs> That's, that 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 will never yeah, happen.
1: <laughs> you'll never hear that, no.
0: Because when you're too strong and somebody tells you that, you tell them, you want to tell me that weakling?
1: Nearly <laughs> <Daily> mortal, yeah.
0: <laughs> but there's also a but on the hybrid way of training. You need to be patient. Because building a very wide base takes a lot of time. That's why I said 10 years of your training in the beginning is just building up a base, building up technique, building up a base of strength. That's it, 10 years, 10 years of your life, not specializing Mm. or maybe not really specializing. I would say say it that way because you need to specialize in certain things, of course. Mm-hmm. But it's not that you stick with one thing for the next 10 years, especially when you're in the beginning. I see that a lot. When you look into certain sports, like, from my opinion, most bodybuilders that I know, especially the naturals, they start off, I'm going to be a bodybuilder having 1 year of experience in training you know nothing yeah most of them can't even do a proper squat or pull up
1: yeah yeah
0: and that's that's something that actually from my personal point of view that's stupid learn the basics go go the way learn a lot about movements and you will build muscles easily that's not the point but when you learn all the movements later on in your career, I mean, we all know the really good bodybuilders are at the age of forty, roundabout. Mm. Most of the people start training in the time of I don't know, maybe in between fifteen and let's say twenty-five, somewhere in that range. That's that. That's that's like. 25 years if you start at 15. Yeah. So much time. Build a proper base. And that, that's not only for bodybuilders, that's also for the calisthenics <laughs> who always think, yeah, but I only do body weight because that's all I need. It's not. Mm-hmm. And it's not. You can't even stabilize your spine. That's what's, what's going to kill you. That's why your back hurts. Yeah. Uh, that's why you think squats are bad for you because you can't even stabilize your back. You can't stabilize your knee because you never did it. <clears throat> and I tell yeah. you, need to learn the, the weight shift. You need to do that because on the in the end, you want to be able to move and be, be strong when you're 80 and you're playing with your grandchildren. Of course, and of course you want to tell them when I was at your age, I used to you do 150 kg bench, <laughs> one arm.
1: <laughs> right. I didn't expect that.
0: <laughs> I don't know if he wants to be that granddad. You can't tell me that. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. And that's those are goals. And for the girls, you want to be that
0: grandma <laughs> who's who's telling that to the girls.
1: Right. I was at your
0: age. I had such a good booty. Ooh. <laughs> Look at that old Instagram picture.
1: <laughs>
0: amazing. Look at that. that that would be a great generation. Look at that. Wow. That's
1: going to yeah, That's going to be interesting. That's going to be. You just
0: got to scroll down. <laughs> the past 15 years.
1: Yeah.
0: Amazing. Amazing. Ooh. Yeah, but but the thing with that is you need patience. And I would say take your time. Take ten years um, of your first your ten, first ten years, and actually, I have to tell you that, from my point of view, I'm in the first five years of my training period,
1: mm. yeah. and I'm training for
0: years now. I'm I'm pretty much when when I when I in when when I put my my time with the with the army in there, I'm about ten years training right now. Mm-hmm. But from what I would call actually training years with real experience i'm at at
1: my fifth year okay,
0: I'm, okay. I'm, I'm training for five years
1: yeah i kind of see it the same way um i did start training like five or six years ago but the real training started when i started working here so that's around about two years ago you know and since then uh, things have exploded so that's the reason why i count that as real training age
0: it's, it's completely crazy. For me, m- most of the things that I actually learned about training was when I started working with my own coach. Yeah. That was actually the point when I started real training. Same here. Everything before was okay. You learned some stuff.
1: Yeah. You did get an experience. Oh.
0: Absolutely. A little bit. But the experience that I got during the past, I don't know, three or four years, that was that was freaking crazy. Yeah. And he's also someone who is a little bit of hybrid. Now he's he's bodybuilder and polyester. And so that influence came into my world of kettlebells and calisthenics. And it was the first time when I used machines and started to understanding they were, those are not too bad actually oh dear. <laughs> I get strong from them I get a lot of muscle from them they can't be that bad because I'm getting better at my own calisthenics stuff right now well hmm, seems to be something that I should consider for the future
1: <laughs> and here we are <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's and that's the- yeah and that's another aspect that um, hybrid training requires from the individual. You so you said patience. And the second thing would be this open-mindedness. Be open for different possibilities and not be like being only straight. Nothing else at the side exists. Um, And when you realize that, you know, that you can use different modalities, um, you you can only benefit, you know. Just take the best from different worlds, combine it into one, and you can replace them. Absolutely. And
0: the next thing to that is The third thing maybe, it makes it harder to plan.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: But it makes it easier. Because you have such a big variety, you need to understand (laughs) what's the best one for you that you're gonna use now to reach the goal that Mm -hmm. you have. That's very important. On the other hand, this big variety sometimes lets you stand in front of a big, big forest of trees. And you're looking at that, what is the tree for me? <laughs> yeah, because it gives you so much variety. Sometimes that's that's hard. Yeah. But once you get used to that, you really start enjoying that. Because mm-hmm. it gives you such a big big field of learning from different exercises and actually experimenting with that. Because sometimes the experiments with that stuff are perfectly fine. And for yep. some it works, for some it doesn't. When you know, the thing that I'm experimenting right now with a lot of people is this landmine goblet squad. Mm-hmm. Works perfectly fine for people like Senia. Doesn't work at all for Maya. Because mm-hmm. it, it, her her neck completely gets tight and she can't move and all that stuff. It doesn't work for her, and that's okay. We tried it out. Yeah. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. We got to find another uh, exercise. And it's not the only exercise in the world. <clears throat> and that's the good thing right here. We can definitely find another one. We're going to do some bad squats. That's perfect assistance for her. Her squat is strong. It needs to be stronger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's it. And that's, that's another rule. I never talked about it, but actually, got to tell you that.
1: Mm. Her squat. Is never strong
0: enough,
1: never, never, never. So that's <laughs> Rule number four, right now, right? That's rule number four,
0: right? It's right. never strong enough. I'm the squad guy,
1: I agree, I
0: agree. <laughs> <laughs> Yesterday, I just had a, a good, good, um, podcast episode with Matteo Pirano. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hope I pronounced that name right. I don't know, these Italian guys. <laughs> He also said, You're the squad guy, Nick. You're the squad guy. And I said, Yes, I, I am the squad guy. Yeah, yeah. Call me the <clears throat> squad guy. Yes. If Brad Contreras is the glute guy, I'm the <laughs> squad guy. <laughs> My squad is even isn't even good enough for that, but hey, I take that. I take that. Call me the squad guy. I'm good. <clears throat> All right. Um, I think we explained the hybrid thing a little bit to the people. So the most important thing right here is it gives you the best base build up a very very good overall strength it gives you the flexibility to jump into anything you want to but you have to be patient you leave the blink mindset and thinking about training behind you it gives you a lot more fun and variety in training and it makes it easier to reach goals in the end but the most important part right here is And that's how we close this episode. And this is something we can't discuss about because it's just the truth. You're going to be a better member of the Zombie Apocalypse team of me. And we're going to survive. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. All right. If you like this episode, you want to hear more about the hybrid style that we are doing, um, hit us up understand for Kids skills podcast on instagram or if you want to um, jump into that training style and want to work with us feel free to go on bar minus bell coaching dot de slash links and apply for a coaching slot at ours have a good one go hard
1: train hard do your squats and have a good one goodbye